Alrighty, welcome back to episode two, Backseat GMs. I'm Nick Wagner, and I'm with my uh, my good friend Christian Steenbach. And uh, let's just hop right into this, Christian. What are we doing today? Uh, well, we're gonna start off by looking at our week nine predictions, kind of going over what we saw, and then uh, looking forward to week ten, making some more predictions. Uh, we got some trades to look lo uh, look at, uh, some things we didn't see from the trade deadline. A couple players got released. Couple other things to talk about, some player specifics. Uh, yeah. Alrighty, let's hop into it. Let's go with the um uh, the week nine um review of what is going on. We got our first game, Packers and 49ers, 34 17. I think it went pretty much kind of exactly how I said. Uh, Aaron Rodgers just kind of went off and uh from the two losses and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean yeah. if you look at the box score. 49ers scored three in the first quarter and then 14 in the fourth. And that was the only points. They didn't score any in the second or third. It was just, yep. yeah. it was it just was garbage just, time it points. It was domination. It, it was, yeah. It, it was, was exactly worse than it looked in the box score. Yeah, but. exactly. Yeah. All right. Next game Giants uh, versus the Washington football team. Uh, didn't see this happening, actually. I'm not going to lie. I thought the Washington football team would uh, come out and uh, pretty much show up. However, Kyle Allen got a Prescott pulled on him. And ooh, that was just a dirty looking. Alex ankle. Smith, comeback player of the year, gave it to him right now. I don't care. I'm voting for Bro, him. Bro, he had he had three interceptions. Don't get me wrong, I love Alex <laughs> Smith, but the dude had three interceptions. And that was after after Kyle Allen had already gotten his ankle twisted in the wrong direction. That was just bad game overall. Uh congrats to the Giants. One thing we overlooked. One thing we overlooked is that Daniel Jones has never lost to the football team, ever. He's he's won yeah. one game that wasn't against the football team, but he's also won against the football team every time he's played. But. Yeah. Well, all righty. Next game, Lions-Vikings kind of did exactly what I thought it would. Dalvin Cook ran it, owned the game, and 34-20. That's kind of how it ended up. I don't think there's much yeah. else to say about that one. That was kind of predicted. Um, yeah, I, I definitely thought the Lions were going to – Nah. Put up a little bit more of a fight, but uh, it's just yeah. two bottom feeding teams. In the did you so. have them? Did you have the Lions picked? Yeah, I did. Ooh, I did. Yeah. I did. I'm pretty sure I took the Vikings. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, healthy is a monster. He definitely deserved that. Yep. The yep. yep. Alrighty. So now we got the uh, Panthers and Chiefs. Way too close. 33 to 31. Too close of a game. However, Patrick Mahomes just did what he does and just went off like he normally does as I said he's yeah. just ugh, should not have been that close however panthers are not they're like they're a bad team but they're like they're so inconsistent yes they just, they're like they're like i don't know how to even describe them they're like the elite bad team yeah <laughs> that's how i would not bad them. enough to be picking at the top of the draft but not good enough to, to be making be, it to the playoffs yeah Alrighty, uh, Broncos Falcons, uh, thirty four twenty seven. Falcons take it. I'm actually shocked. Um, I honestly thought the Denver Broncos are gonna take that they, one. The Broncos had a sh the, the this game went to the last second. The Broncos almost came back and beat the Falcons. They would have that would have been the second straight week that they had come back from a twenty plus point deficit mm -hmm. against the Chargers, and then it would have been the Falcons. Obviously, it didn't win, but yeah, man, I think imagine Drew just. Locke. Just blowing Lock. leads like it. Yeah, I think Drew Locke needs to uh, 
needs to step up. I get he wasn't a first round pick. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was taking what the third round. So, no, he's taking this early second. I think he was like the 42nd pick or something. Like okay, that. either way, he does need to step up. They want him to be his franchise QB, the franchise QB, and I get it's only his second year, uh, but yeah, he's got to step up. The he did not I play agree. great that game. Um, Dolphins and Cardinals. Sorry, I had to bring up your uh, tragic loss, 34 to 31. Zane Tua. Gonzalez missed a field goal from 44. He didn't miss the field goal. It was short. 44-yard oh. field goal, it fell short. I was. It, it looked good the whole way. Like, no one blocked it or anything. It just didn't put, it didn't put enough juice to hit it 44 yeah. yards. To a, a tongue of a loa, the man comes to in. tongue of a loa. And the dude just, just dominates. Ah, uh, Well, um, I mean, Bruce Arians is defensive-minded coach. Uh. All he wanted was a QB who could not screw up, but he got. Yeah. Uh, I think that works. The Saints and Buccaneers' biggest upset this week, in my opinion. Uh, it wasn't as much of an upset because the Sa- I mean, obviously the Saints winning is an upset, but well, it's not even thirty-eight an upset. to three. Thirty-eight to three. That's the problem. Me? I thought the Saints were gonna win. I don't know what I. I think I remember taking the Saints. I might have taken the Bucks. I think I did take the Bucks actually. Now that I think about it, but yeah. dude, Bruce Arians, I think it is just Bruce Arians' fault. I don't think he understands what to do with all this talent he has. I think yeah, he's just I letting mean... him waste away. He doesn't understand. Like Leonard Fournette, you you got him and you're not using him. Use him. They four... they didn't even use him at all. They just got a uh, a b as well. Like come yeah. on. This it's... dude is just letting talent waste. I don't understand it. There, that, and that shows. The Saints may have had some downslopes with their team, but Sean Payton knows how to take advantage of you if you're just gonna let him. And guess what? Thirty-eight to three. That's, that's what happens. Yep. It's a All right. huge blowout. Yep. Texans Jaguars twenty-seven twenty-five. Texans take it. Um, a lot closer than I expected. I'll give you that one. Just, just two shitty teams. Yep. Pretty much. All right. Um, Ravens, Colts, 24-10. I mean, that was, not going to lie, it was kind of a boring game. I just, I mean, personally, it was just Lamar Jackson, like it always is. Uh, Philip yeah. Rivers, uh, did he, how many, did Philip Rivers throw a pick in that game? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't do a lot. Yeah. He didn't throw for any touchdowns. The outcome was the outcome, and no one expected anything different. So, yeah. Titans Bears twenty four seventeen. Um, Titans break the losing streak. Yep. Bears almost came back. They had no points going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. I kind of thought that they were gonna make a comeback because Nick Foles obviously super clutch. Not really a great player, but he makes the dude will literally come up clutch. He will play garbage, but right when you need him to play, he will throw a ninety yard bomb. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not obviously 90 yards, but like he'll do something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, outcome didn't really exactly seem any different than what we thought it was gonna be. So, Bills versus the Hawks, 44-34. Seahawks, uh, Seahawks went down. I honestly uh, did not it's see just that. consistent I think... play from the Bills. They, they, I, I mean, they met Josh Allen 415 mm-hmm. yards, three touchdowns. He Dude, just, they just couldn't stop them. Here's 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 what it was. Here's what it was. I have Devin Singletary on my fantasy. Dude literally got one handoff. 
One! You know what they did? The Bills literally looked at the defensive backs of the Seahawks and was like, spit on them. Just garbage. They're like, you know what? We're done. No, we know we can yeah. destroy you on the outside the and we're going to do it. Yeah, your secondary is going to get gassed, and this is exactly what happened. Look, I mean, it, this is a clear game of where it's going to come down to you finally realize that the Seahawks roster is just not good. Or not, I mean, it's good, but it's not. It's carried by Russell tier. Wilson. It is literally Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and then nobody else. Jamal you, Adams. You have Jamal Adams on the defensive but side, but he's not a coverage safety. Placer. He's a he's safety. He's a tackling safety. Yeah, he, he's and not, he's yeah, and he's a safety. You, need, you can't have a safety hold up your entire defense. That's not how that works. Yeah, you need pass rush. Mm-hmm. You need coverage on the perimeter. You need interior. You know. Like, yeah. you can't just be letting, like, passes through the interior. I mean, Stephon Diggs burnt. Mm-hmm. Burnt toast. I I mean, yeah. It's, I yeah. No, this I'm kind of, ha- I'm yeah. happy that the Bills won. Yep. Um, I think this is, a, I think this is a wake-up call for the Seahawks organization that you, you cannot have a quarterback like Russell Wilson and then refuse to give him any help. I mean, yes, he's got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That's not what I'm saying. His offensive line is garbage. And he's got no running backs. Chris Carson is so inconsistent because he's unhealthy. He can't he's always be hurt. He's always hurt. And then Pete Carroll comes in and just is like, yep, oh, we're going to run this and we're going to let our defense do the job. I think our defense will win today, even though they are garbage. He needs, yeah, whatever. I'm done about that game. Raiders, Chargers, 31 26. Uh, I mean, it was a good I, game. I can't, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be like the only person. I can't watch the Raiders. I think they are the most boring team in the NFL. That's that's what I'm saying, man. They, <laughs> they win games, but literally, go look at Derek Carr. I think he threw for 110 yards. 150, 165. Okay, okay. So I was, I was so, 50 off. That was a bit much off. But he didn't break 200. He doesn't do much. I mean, it's yeah. boring to watch them. Chargers offense, that's interesting because you get to watch Justin Herbert tear it up and down the field. But yeah. Good game from Keenan Allen, too. mm -hmm. Now we get to talk about the close battle that is known (laughs) now forever in the 2020 uh, NFL season. The Steelers versus the Cowboys. We had a couple close, uh, unexpected close games today, but I was spot on with my prediction. This is the one. This is the one. I said Steelers. I said Mason Rudolph's going to make an appearance. I was right. Um, we got Garrett Gilbert making a start for the Dallas Cowboys. Couldn't I had a feeling Gilbert was going to, I had a feeling Gilbert was going to stop, uh, step in. I had a feeling. Yeah. It's just, it, it, he, did you watch the game? I mean, if you didn't, the, the last play of the game was a toss to the end zone by Garrett Gilbert. From yeah. Like the 30 yard line. It was an amazing game front to back. Um, I was rooting for the Cowboys. You won't hear Same. that from a lot of the time. Yeah. But. I don't like either team's. Because, but however, I'm an AFC North guy, a Browns yeah. fan. I will never, ever root for the Steelers. So sorry about that, Steelers fans. Yeah. But I just can't root for them. Uh, yeah, that one was just. Ugh. It was. Uh, I was really looking forward to that upset. I was. I was really looking. I was okay with hearing the Cowboys fans like crying out of joy for their first actual <laughs> win. I mean, I know they've won other games, but this was their like only win that'll matter. And then sadly yeah. they choked it, but that's or they didn't choke it, but they just got outclassed, which happens. So, Patriots Jets, oh, you could almost taste the victory. 
the Jets might not have been the Browns. They might not go 0-16, and then, boof, eh, they get yeah. their dreams crushed. Looking like an 0-16 season for these guys. Yeah, they're definitely looking – I mean, they weren't tanking at the beginning of the year. I think that the, at the beginning of the year they were kind of optimistic, but now – Looking point, at we this, saw the fire bad. It's, they traded, like, five did, players away. Did you, did you look at that play that the Patriots – uh, ran to get down to the 30 to kick the field goal. Their defense, just go watch it. Their defense, just Jets defense, just gives surrendered. Up. They literally, dude. The dude, I can't remember who Cam Newton threw it to, but he threw it uh, uh, on a guy running an in route, I believe, or not an in route, but he was running towards the middle of the field. Yeah. And the corner covering him just gave up. He just blown, or it was at least bad scheme. I don't yeah. From what I remember, it was either the corner just gave up or the defensive coordinator just ran the wrong scheme and it he was just open, wide open, no contest. And it was just ugh, it was nope, done. Done with that. Uh now we got to go to our week 10 picks. Here we go. We're going to fire these off pretty quick. Let's go. Um Colts Titans, what are you going with? Titans. Titans. Yep. Uh they're just going to run the ball. I think uh Colts are going to yeah. rely too much on Philip Rivers, and it's going to do what it's done all year. Bite him in the butt. All right, Washington football team versus the Lions. What are we going with? Lions. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Lions. I think uh, I think uh, it's going to be Matt Stafford versus Alex Smith. This is going to be the game of the century. I think I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> nah. I, yeah, I seriously, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm taking Lions. Uh, but that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. All right, Eagles, Giants. Who are we taking? E- Eagles, Giants, they're just – they're not good. So. Um, I think I'm going to do something really stupid. I think taking, I – I'm taking the, the New York Giants. I'm taking them. <laughs> I'm taking the Giants. I think the Giants are going to come out after the momentum that they had carrying their win over the Washington <laughs> football team, and they're just going to slaughter the Eagles. That's not true at all. I think it will be close, but I, I honestly – I don't know. I think the Giants take it. I really do. I, I, that's a really, really weird bet, but I'm taking it. All right. Bills, Cardinals. Interesting. Bills, Cardinals. Uh, I think this, this is a good matchup for the this Cardinals. This is the game of the week. Yeah. It's going to be a good game. It's in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, you know, that could have – I mean, I like I like look, uh, bringing up weather and games because this actually could affect the outcome of the game. It's in the Valley of the Sun. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they cracked open the, the dome and let, let the heat in. Let the heat in there, baby. Get the ten get them the, boys from Buffalo a little heated. Nine of the ten hottest games of all time were played in Arizona. I mean, and, yeah, it's um, in the desert, dude. <laughs> like one time, you, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay, you know, obviously came to Arizona yeah. <laughs> and the hottest game ever. And Aaron Rodgers couldn't play because it was so hot and he wasn't used to it. So I you never be. know. I think the Cardinals have a good matchup though. We the running attack is solid. Yeah. I mean. Um, who do you think though? Who do you think taking it? Cardinals taking Cardinals. I think there's a little bit of a bias there, buddy. Um, yeah, I think so I th- too, but I think, um, I think you're, uh, I think you have to admit your Cardinals defense is not what you'd like it to be. I no, I'm not going to admit that 30, oh, we, okay. Wow. 34 points last week. No. One of those was on a, was on a fumble recovery for touchdown. It was only 27 points. I think our defense is I'm not going to say elite or top tier, but I think it's, Definitely solid. I, I mean, think you're. Uh, bo- 
we okay, but lost. you have to consider that Buda Baker has been out and we've been missing a couple I'm corners. Not, I'm saying your defense right now as it is. As it is. I don't care what they could be. I'm saying what they are. Buda Baker's back. Drake or Patrick's going to be back next week. Prince of Mukamara is going to be uh, I think, active. I think, I think Josh Allen and I think his – I think Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, I think they're going to walk over you. I don't think it'll okay. be – I don't think it'll be a blowout. But I think the Bills take it. I think the Bills take it. I think Josh Allen goes off. I think Josh Allen goes off. I think Kyler Murray goes off like he does every game. Uh, but I think ultimately the Bills end up taking it. All right. All righty. Broncos Raiders. The most I'm boring ta- game of the weekend because the Raiders are playing. <laughs> this is not a Raiders hate channel. But I don't hate the Raiders. They're, they're just, just boring. boring. They are boring. I, do, I don't hate them. They're yeah, just I'm gonna boring. take Broncos here though. Personally, um, I take Raiders. I think the Raiders uh, outcoach the Broncos. I think Drew Locke uh, is gonna try and do too much, and I think the Raiders yeah. are just gonna capitalize on it. I see uh, the Broncos. I think it's gonna be a good game, but I think the Raiders ultimately take it. Yeah. I think the Raiders might be a wild card team. Honestly, I think they definitely are a wild card team. Uh, yeah. I think, as of right I think, now, I think the when they go into the playoffs, they're gonna get dumpster fired on because teams are going to be like hey your slow boring game is not going to work against us but in the playoffs on the lower, yeah in the playoffs especially but on our lower end teams it'll work i think the yeah. raiders take it all right Bengals, steelers i don't think this one means not uh needs much no thinking. discussion steelers steelers yeah. i want the i mean obviously i don't like either of those teams you know uh, afc north rivals however uh yeah the steelers are just gonna seem real i think i think that the Bengal, I think Joe Burrow is gonna try and play, but he's gonna finally meet some big adversity on defense. I don't yeah. think he's gonna be able to allow be allowed to throw as much as he did. Also, he's gonna have to throw so many dump off passes, or just he's gonna be sacked like seven times this game. Yeah, probably. All right, Ravens, Patriots. I don't think there needs to be much discussion here either. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. Ravens. Yep. Ravens, that one works pretty well. Um, Patriots may have just won, but they beat, you know, the, the Jets. It's literally kicking. It's basically beating a dead horse. Um, yeah, uh, Ravens, no question. <sighs> Here we go. My pick. Texans, Browns. What are we doing? I'm not giving my pick first. It's my team. I can't give my pick first. I'm definitely taking the Browns here. Um, hey, hey, guess who's back? Guess who's back? Uh... From the Browns? Yes. Oh, Nick Chubb. Nick yep. Chubb starting? Nick, yep, Nick Chubb's oh. back. Nick Chubb's been cleared to play, baby. I didn't even realize that. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. He's yep. on my fantasy team. Yep. Nick Chubb's <laughs> back, baby. Nick Chubb's back. All right. Good news for the – yeah, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in that back. That's elite backfield. Mm-hmm. Maybe the best backfield in football. Um, I mean, people forget like Kareem Hunt so, before he He was the leading rusher. He was, was the leading yeah. rusher in the NFL. Yeah, he had the rushing title he, and then – He yeah. had the rushing title in the NFL – on an air raid team. Yeah, with yeah, he was with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he was with Patty Mahomes, and <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's much discussion there. I mean, there might be, but uh, you know, I'm biased. I definitely think the Browns are gonna take it, but I don't know. Um, here we go, Bucks Panthers. Bucks. Bucks. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think Bruce Arians is finally gonna wake up, or at least he should. 
and yeah. I think it'll actually Hopefully be, Antonio I honestly Brown think it'll be close. I think it'll be close. Bucks Panthers. I don't think it'll be that close, but I think it will be with I think it'll be seven or closer. I don't think they'll win by more than seven points. This spread right now is five, so yeah. Um. All right, Jags and Packers. That no discussion. Packers. Um, Packers. Packers. Aaron Rodgers is just gonna. It's gonna dis- be a murder. Dis- yeah. It's- it's- this is a slaughter fest. All right. At Lambo, it's just gonna yeah. Be this is not. It's probably gonna be freezing cold for the sissies in Florida. So. Yeah. I'm kidding. They're not sissies. They just live in Florida. Sorry. That was, <laughs> that was mean. All right. Um. Chargers Dolphins. That'll be a good one. I'm taking fins here. Yeah, uh, I think the Dolphins win it. I think at Miami, it's going to be tough for the Chargers, especially I Justin think, Herbert, he's a rookie. I guess two of two. It's, I too, think but. it's going to be which defense can outplay the other because both rookie QBs are going to be looking. For, they're going to be playing their heart out. Justin yeah. Herbert's already shown that he does that, and Tua's Tua, so they're going to both be doing pretty much the same thing at that point. It's just going to be which defense is better and i'm telling you the dolphins defense is really good it's surprisingly it's good really and i kind of i kind of said at the beginning they're of the year young. that we could be seeing they are so they're secondary young. they're so secondary young. Is very good. yeah and they're they did a really good, good job and rebuilding. also i'm brian flores he's a defensive minded coach. coach of the year coach he's of the year act- um yeah i think it's too he could have been coach tell, of the but... year last year he won five games last year with Who an was? offensive was it, line uh, that Kyle isn't Shanahan? even on practice squad. Was squad. it Kyle? Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. That's what year. I thought. That's what I thought. Which is I, also a good – I don't think it was a, gr- a horrible pick. I just think – I think Brian Flores was honestly good. Their record didn't show it, which is probably why I think yeah. he picked it. But, but, I mean, I think their record did show that he was good. Though. Five, I mean, think about it. Five wins against dudes who yeah. were picked up off the street who are just there to bridge the gap until Tua can arrive. Yeah. You know? Okay. That one's done. Dolphins take it. Seahawks, Rams. Um, I think Seahawks win. Yeah, I, I, I'm taking Seahawks I think here. Seahawks win, and yeah, I think it'll be. Mm-hmm, I think it'll be close. Not too close, but close. Not like, uh, not like Chiefs and Carolina two point close, but mm, it'll be like two scores maybe come down to like yeah. the three minutes and they need to either kick a field goal or a touchdown. And I guarantee you Russ is pissed. Point. I th- yeah, I think Russ is going to go off. I think, and dude, he's, he, I can tell you, I know he won't say it publicly. He is tired of this coaching staff. He's yeah. tired of this coaching staff. It's not as much over. about the coaching staff. It's the front office. Or the front office. Sorry, that's what I meant. Front office. It's not, he likes Pete Carroll. Everyone does. I think yeah. Pete Carroll needs to stop relying on his defense so much. I understand he's a defensive minded coach. But the, the defense position is your defense you... is in right now, you can't rely on them. I get you have a yeah. scheme, but you in your scheme, your players do not fit into it. You need to change the way that your game plan is set up. And he's not doing that. And Russ is tired of this front office, and I would be too. You're Russell Wilson. You are not an unproven QB. You have been to the Super Bowl twice. And you won are, it once. Uh, it won it once, and you are lighting up the league. There is absolutely zero reason that he should not be getting help, and he yep. isn't. I agree. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, 49ers, Saints, um, I don't think there's much discussion here. I think we're both going to agree who's going to win it. I don't think so because I really? think the 49ers really? are going to win. The four- okay, never mind. I take it back. Everything I just said. <laughs> I don't know how. Dude, the Saints – okay, you know what? You explain. You explain yours. I'm confused. Nick Mullins. A name. Tevin Coleman. Okay. And 
that's all I need to say. I don't need to explain myself. I think I think it's going to be a defensive game, and I think this the 49ers are going to shock the world. They're going to make the they they need to win this game if they want to be in the playoffs. This is a must win game because the Saints aren't guaranteed. The Saints aren't guaranteed. They're probably not going to win the division. The Saints. The Saints just blew out. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, the most hyped team in the entire NFL, they are on a roll. And I don't care if it's only one game. They beat them 38-3. Their morale is at an all-time high because of that, and they're going to be on a roll. And Drew Brees is probably tired of hearing that his team is not elite, and they might only make a wild card at this point. He's going to go off. Okay, I don't know if he's going to go off, but he's going to play well. Sure. So I think the Saints. We'll take see. It. I don't think it's a blowout. I think it's gonna be like twenty. I think it'll be like twenty-seven, seventeen, something like that. Something. I think it's gonna close, be, but not. I'm, I'm gonna predict thirty-four, thirty-three. I'm not gonna. Right? I'm not predicting any scores. I'm just saying it. That's how the tempo would seem at the end. Okay, Vikings, Bears. What are we taking? Hard not to take the Vikings here. Dalvin Cook is on a rampage. Yep. Bears have lost three straight. Wouldn't be surprised if it ended up yep. straight. I think uh, Dalvin Cook wins. Or I think Dalvin Cook leads uh, at the end of the year, end of the season, is the leading rusher, and he's just no. There's no stop in sight for him. I think he's just gonna go out. Like he's just going all out, and that's how it's gonna be. Alrighty, that's the end. That's all done. Right. Next on the agenda, what do we got? We got some trades, a couple, uh, four more trades exactly uh, that happened after the last episode and before the trade deadline. All right, let's talk uh, about them. So, may, the biggest one in my opinion, I don't know, eh, no, maybe not. One of the biggest trades, uh, Desmond King got sent to the Titans for a six-rounder. Uh, the Chargers got a six-rounder out of it. Um, we saw the week of the trade. Uh, deadline he didn't play for the Chargers so it was kind of expected he was going to get traded and yeah I mean this is a good trade because Titans need defensive back we'll we'll talk about it later I mean they released Jonathan Jonathan Joseph kind of a surprise release but um who do you think wins the trade here Titans Titans won the trade Chargers were looking at a third round pick third or fourth round pick if they had traded him before the season, they would have got a third or fourth. Yeah, round pick. I don't see they this. Ended up I think to honestly, six. a sixth round pick. I think this is. I think Titans win the draft. I don't think we even grade these. I think we just say who wins them. Uh, Titans yeah. win this. Titans won this draft complete or this uh trade completely. Like a sixth rounder for Desmond King. Dude's twenty five years old. He's in his prime. Why a sixth rounder? No, get yeah. out of here. That was no bad, bad, not bad trade, but. They're thinking about retooling yeah, in LA right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily see it. I think you just got new life breathed into your team by Justin Herbert. I know it's on the wrong side of the ball, but yeah, I don't know. Next one, I, I, I don't like the. I think Titans win this trade completely. I think it was a very one-sided trade. Yep. Um, next trade, Quan Alexander got sent to the New Orleans Saints. Um, and in return, they sent Kiko Alonso in a fifth, in a conditional fifth round pick. It's kind of funny that they just sent Kiko Alonso to the 49ers. Um, this is a pretty even trade. Uh, 49ers see it. I think this is how, if from the perspective of the 49ers, they got rid of a future massive salary cap hit. Uh, I mean, assuming they resign him, which is never guaranteed, but 
and they get a guy, Kiko Alonso, who's going to be much cheaper. He's younger, uh, com- comparable to Quan Alexander. I mean, they got a crowded deep or not a DB, uh, linebacker room over there in uh, San Francisco. So, you know, um, I don't, I don't think it's a bad trade for either side. I think it's a good trade for both sides. However, I think that the Saints did not need to give a fifth round. I don't know why it's conditional either. I don't know. It's just uh, Quan Alexander's better than Kiko Alonso. That's what Kiko exactly. Alonso's younger. I mean, and less of a cap hit. It's a pretty even trade. I think I would have just anyway. cut the conditional fifth round and just given them a sixth round. Yeah, personally, but that's just me. Um, that's that's nitpicky. That's I mean, yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's, a, that's it's too much. Trade. Yeah, I, I think it's an all around just a not a bad trade. I think it's a good trade. Yeah. All right, next one. Where are we going? Um, DeAndre Washington. All right. To Wait, what the? Okay, De- DeAndre Washington got traded. <laughs> DeAndre Washington got traded this week uh, to the who? Who did he get traded to? To the Dolphins? Yeah, he got traded to the Dolphins. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm looking at this, and on the sheet it says seventh. Uh, DeAndre Wa- DeAndre Washington got sent to the Chiefs, or not the Chiefs? He got sent from the Chiefs to the Dolphins for a six-round pick. He's a backup running back for the Chiefs. Um, you know, they got free picks out of him. They have Clyde. They have maybe on Bell. They have Damian Williams. They don't need DeAndre Washington. And ultimately, Chiefs are going to get better value from the sixth rounder than they are keeping him on the roster. And the Dolphins are going to get better value from DeAndre Washington because, you know, they've got a lot of injuries right now in the running back department. Um. So good trade at both sides, in my opinion. It's kind of a – Yeah, yeah. Um. I'd agree with that. I mean, I think it was honestly – I honestly think if you had to give a side to it, I would give the Chiefs only because, as you said, they do not need as much depth at running back as they do, and they got a free sixth round for it. They don't want yep. – I, I mean, they already have salary issues as it is, so if they want to trade away their picks and continuously trade away their picks, if they want to ring out salary, they can do that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's fine. All righty, uh, let's go with the next one. Lastly, Isaiah Ford, wide receiver for the Dolphins, gets sent to Miami. Or not – he gets sent to New England there from Miami. Yep. This is a super weird trade. Yeah, I don't – Not necessarily don't because necessarily it's a seventh it. rounder, but it's interdivisional trading? I don't know what the deal I is. I It's kind of random that they'd send it to the Patriots. Of all, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of Isaiah Ford and got a pick for him, but it's just weird that they send him to a divisional rival who's going to be playing against them. Yeah. consistently so i don't know i, don't know. I've, I honestly, patriots got a cheap weapon on offense if i'm help them if i'm the, the patriots run. i don't see giving away your picks right now i honestly it's just i know it's a it's seventh, a seventh round, round i know pick. it's a they seventh always... round pick that i'm okay with that i understand but, but right now you're in you're in rebuild mode you are not in trade like as in resign mode I don't Patriot, think they're anywhere. Think, no, they're not rebuilding. I don't. They're not rebuilding. Well, not they're full, they're, they're Okay, yes. This fine. is a tool, though. Isaiah Tom, Isaiah Ford is going to be a potential future I, part of the team. I think as of right now, if you're the Patriots, obviously not rebuild, not full-on rebuild. Like, you're not uh, you're not like the Dolphins were or something. No, you are in a retool mode, as you said. But you still don't sign players in this. This, I, I like this trade. Don't get me wrong. I think this was good because it's only a seventh-round pick they gave away. However, this should not – they should not be doing this with lower-end – or lower-rounded picks. 
Like this, they if they are giving away like third round picks, if the Patriots ever are giving away like third round picks for stuff, obviously they can't anymore because the trade deadline's over. But that would be bad. I honestly think this was a, I think this was a leaning in the Patriots' uh, favor of a trade. I don't see the Dolphins needing. I think it's pretty e- easy. I think it's trade. I think it's pretty even. But if I had to say there was a slight winner in this trade, I'd say it's the Patriots. Yeah, you also got to look at the Patriots. They're going to get a lot of compensatory picks. Yep. So they, they can kind of spend some picks here and yeah. there, and they're probably going to be sitting. If you're the Dolphins, though, I just don't see why you give them twelve away. picks at the during the draft. Yeah. Twelve-ish picks. Yeah. So they got a decent amount of capital there. Yeah. And they're going to continue to get more compensatory picks, especially if they lose Cam Newton, Julian Edelman. Which I, I think they, they will. I but. think Bill Belichick will re-sign Cam Newton. I think he will because he just doesn't. He's somewhat of a safe option. I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah, that's what I think will happen. Anyway, alrighty, next topic. Trades that we did not see. Yeah, this trades is a, that we expected and we one. didn't see at all. So the first one, Will Fuller. Really, big name. I, I was, was shocked. I was in awe. Yeah. He didn't get moved. I was. I, was I thought they were going for him. I thought he was going somewhere, and it just never happened. I was just waiting, and then when I got news he didn't move, I was like. I think even he's disappointed because he wanted to move someone. Not that he doesn't like Deshaun, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson but, yeah. is the one who prevented this trade. He yeah. said – he told the front office, we're not trading Will Fuller. We already got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. We need Will Fuller. Our offense is significantly better with him. And, uh, but I was shocked when – I was expecting probably a second rounder mm-hmm. and maybe a sixth rounder in return for Fuller and a seventh for the Green Bay Packers maybe. I don't know. That's kind of what I was thinking was going to happen. Obviously, he didn't get moved. Would have been a big deal for the Packers. Would have been a big deal for the uh, for the Texans as well because, you know, they need draft picks. They don't have any draft picks, yep. basically. So, kind of surprising we didn't see anything get moved. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was actually shocked. I mean, it was a lot of talk, and that's all trade is. Like, yeah. you can – you can listen to people like Stephen A. say, oh, he's going to get traded or he's not going to get traded or something like that. But at the end of the day, they're just throwing speculation. They have no idea. And nor did we. I mean, we were listening to it clearly. But I think yeah. I think Will Fuller uh, – I was shocked he didn't get traded. However, I don't think in, – in the long run, I don't think he should have been. I thought he was going to yeah. be, but he shouldn't have been. Will Fuller is a good receiver, and I don't know why you'd get rid of him. Deshaun Watson is – begging for help don't take away the only stuff he has right now like that's that would be stupid in my opinion but alrighty let's go to the next one uh another texans player who almost got traded jj watt Mm -hmm. um don't really need to talk about this too much because they kind of diffused that he was going to get traded um i know the cardinals were definitely in discussion like they were confirmed discussing a trade but uh eventually the uh the texans i guess they got like a a taste of the market for him and they decided that what they were going to receive wasn't worth what they were going to give up so they didn't really they, they basically took him off the trade block they I, said that anybody besides him and Todd Watson was a potential trade yep um I think I think that's smart I don't think you get rid of JJ Watt a man who has literally built the city of Houston and built a culture there I do not see you getting rid of him. I think Bill O'Brien is gone, and the front office needs to finally realize that because they keep talking about making decisions that he would do. <laughs> oh, let's get rid of J.J. Watt. No, Bill O'Brien's gone. Do not listen to that ego guy. Do not listen to his residual decision I mean, staying there. No, J.J. Watt should I, stay. 
I would definitely consider moving in. I for, would uh, for for immense compensation. For, yeah, but no I team's going to give what you would want. I'm not saying multiple first rounders. I'm saying potentially a I, first rounder and a player of some kind. I think that that could have been like that could have been. For done, instance, but... I'll make an example for the card. Like, I would take from the Cardinals. I would take their first round pick, and I would take. Um, Christian Kirk. That would be a good trade, in my opinion, for... Um, I would never do that, personally. But that's just me. I don't know. He's not... He's he's getting older. Eventually, he's going to regret... I mean, he's 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 going to regret soon. He gets hurt a lot. Well, yeah, everyone's going to regret I mean, I'm not... Okay, let's just be clear, though. He's still a superstar. Yeah, he's I just, J.J. Watt. I don't know if you're, they're going to be in contention, and J.J. Watt is also going to be still elite. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if the... Their, their timeline is the same as his timeline. Yeah. So I don't know if they're really benefiting from having him around for just sitting on the team, you know, taking up money when they could be getting compensation for him and developing their team and I mean, trying to turn this around. I don't think J.J. Watt's – ultimately what I'm trying to say is J.J. Watt, in my opinion, shouldn't be in their long-term plans for the team because eventually – I think he, I he's think getting JJ, close. I think JJ Watt is a Texan. I think he should be a Texan for the rest of his career. The only reason is I understand people players regress, and I get that, but I don't understand why you get rid of a man who literally has probably That's... filled more seats than any player in Texans history. Like yeah, think about the it. Vast think about it. Texans think about it. They do not. If they they couldn't. Even if your team is going 0-16, if your front office is making money, like, yeah. like imagine if the Dallas Cowboys went 0-16. I, yeah, like, I consider this – here's the thing. You're looking at it from a money perspective. I'm looking at it from a pure coaching team-building yes, perspective. Yes. Now, would you get rid of him later as a team? I personally would. I wouldn't resign will him they, Will agency. they do it? No, I don't think so. I think they keep him for a long time. I think I think that ultimately they end up not trading him, and in a couple of years he leaves in free agency. They get their third round compensatory pick, and they regret not trading for a you know a first rounder and a player. A first rounder and a player three years from now is better than a third rounder three years from now. It's a hundred percent fact. I mean, you're not guaranteed. Obviously, you're not guaranteed a great player from the first round, but. You know, you say say they got a first rounder this year, and they got and they drafted it, and they, you know, like they could get, uh, like Penae Sewell and from from Miami, and that's an elite tackle, build a tackle, and you got Christian Kirk, for instance, just to continue with the example, playing wide receiver, he develops into a star too, and I don't know, I think that just personally, I would have traded him, but I mean. Mm. I, I personally, if I was backseat GMs, if I was the GM, not right there, I would have traded him. Later, I would trade him. He's only thirty-one. Yes, that's old, but Event, he's still got a good what? Right now, years? he is today. His value is greater than his value is tomorrow. It's just a fact. Well, yeah, his value what, is going down, not up. Yes, I mean that's what happens when you're in when you when you hit that 28 age range, 28 years of age after your first rookie contract. Yes, that's when yeah, that's exactly what happens. So obviously that will happen. But 
I mean, I don't know. I don't think the Texans will get rid of him. I think, should they? Right there? Not necessarily right there. Because right now, he's the only thing keeping your team together. I wait until you get a few more picks. Or like a few more players. Maybe next year. However, I... Yeah, I, I, maybe. I think that's the move, but I don't think they'll do it. I do not think the Texans will do it. I don't think they will either. I, I would they, Should they? In my opinion, yes. Will they? No. So, alrighty. That was a long talk about that one. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Yes, that was who I was going to say. I was hopeful again. I really wanted him to be I feel like I keep talking about the Cardinals. I really wanted him to be gone, dude. Who did you – what do you mean? I mean <laughs> Just I, I thought he was going to go somewhere. Yeah, I, wanted I thought he to. was coming to the Cardinals. I there thought was he was a lot of anywhere. talk. Okay. I'm surprised they didn't trade him. He's not having a good year this year compared to a lot. I mean, he's not like a bottom feeder corner by any means, but he's not the defensive player of the year like he was last year. Well, no, so, because he, he's on the field literally 100% of the time. He can't get a breath in. Yeah. They're, they're, the offense on the Patriots' side of the ball is just non-existent. You can't play well on defense if you're constantly – you're going back to the sideline to get oxygen and two seconds later, oh, got to go back on the field. You can't do that. Yeah. I mean, not to say well, he hasn't – he might think... have regressed. He might have. But the, the culture at the Patriots right now is not good. Yeah. Not that I the just... culture is fine. It's, it's the morale is more like it. It's not good. Yeah. They're in a regressing morale. They, they wanted to believe that they could play better – Without Tom Brady, or they could at least play to the same caliber, and it is clear that they cannot. Yeah. As of right now, they cannot. So now they're in this mode where they're just slumpy and just, uh, and it's it shows it shows they are at what three and five. Yep, three and five. Yeah. What do you think the uh, compensation would have been for Stephon Gilmore? How old is he? He's like what twenty nine, maybe thirty. Thirty, I think. Twenty nine or thirty. Second round pick, maybe. Yeah, I can see like a, I would say not a second, but second plus. Yeah. Like you, you can't just maybe a second, like a second round and a fifth round, maybe. Second round and maybe a hand like a fifth round, maybe a second and a fourth, second and then you get back a seventh. I think second like and a fifth. Yeah, something like that. I don't know if he's worth necessarily a one. He, I mean, you could definitely find a team who would give a straight up one though. I feel like, you and then could. All, like I a Stefan Gilmore plus like next a pick See, next year. The thing about so say Stefan plus twenty twenty two six rounder for a first. I can see if that. anyone gave a first rounder, it'd be stupid. Think about it. If you're going for a first round draft for a pick, contender though, no, but, for a contender. Like think about it. Like, like this, for who? Like maybe pay the Packers. Yeah, the Packers. I mean, the Packers don't really need him, but like yeah. the Saints. No, maybe? I mean like a contender in that sense. Maybe Saints, I guess. But at the same time. I don't think the Saints. I think the, the thing about the Saints be, is the they Saints have need one to prep for when Drew Brees leaves because I think this might be his last year. This, yeah, but this might be his last year. This is your, probably the best opportunity they're going to have at a Super Bowl for a decade. You, teams this is, need they, to prepare for. If I were the Saints, I would go all in this year to make the Super Bowl run. Yes, you're not going to get a, a chance. Is better. You can't right now. I'm taking the Bruce Arians approach of I don't care what happens. We're going all out this year. I'm signing whoever I can get my hands yes. on. I'm signing I any like, player. I'm trading for any player. I like win now mentality. Don't get me wrong. But, however, that does not mean you get to throw caution to the wind for next season. I think right now the Packers are in too much of a win later mentality. 
I do not like that. I think that is a poor mentality to be in. You need to be in a win-now mentality. Yeah, do not worry I about agree. tomorrow. Worry about today. The problem is is if you do, you don't find a balance of that. Because look at this. Look at the Patriots. They were not ready for when Tom Brady was going to leave. And now look at them. Perfect example, look at the Broncos as soon as Peyton Manning left. As soon as Peyton Manning left, the next year they were horrible. Garbage. They went from <laughs> winning the Super Bowl to being terrible. Because they were not ready for their old legendary QB to leave. They weren't ready for it. And it smacked them in the face. I think that they'd be willing to do that. It is going to happen to the Saints. I think that they'd be willing to do that right now. You're telling me right now that if you oh, were offered oh, if it, the Browns win the Super Bowl, but you go 0 and 16 next year. Oh, I'm with that. You wouldn't that. take that? Um, yeah. No, I wouldn't take that only because the players on the Browns at the moment. I don't. I'd rather have other players win the Super Bowl. That sounds what stupid, do you mean by that? but like I just don't know. That's not like it's the thought that that obviously isn't realistic. But I don't want to yeah. – see, the problem is is I don't want the Browns – I wouldn't want the Browns, the Browns who they are as they are, the teams, the the entire organization. I, want them, want, I wouldn't want them winning a Super Bowl and then the next year going back to the same 30-year slump that they've been in. I don't, I don't want that. I mean, obviously it's a, neither is It's a weird example. Happen. We can't take that into account. But obviously I think you should try and win now. Like the Saints should try and win right now. However – they, I'm telling you this, they are not ready for when Drew Brees leaves. They are not prepared. I think they should. Slide. I agree with you. We'll talk about, hey, we're talking about that later though. It's, yeah. Okay, fine. But it's definitely on the agenda for later. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, we can just run through these last three guys. Yeah. Really quick. Jordan Howard running back for the Miami Dolphins. Kind of surprised he didn't get moved. I think he's on a one-year deal right now. Yeah. Uh, played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I don't know. I guess they didn't trade him because they were kind of lacking other running backs. Yeah. So they kind of had yeah, to put him they in. Gotta, they got to have some substitution because – Matt Breida's hurt. Yeah, and know. also they like the – um they need uh, check off or dump uh, check downs. They need good check yeah. downs for uh, – A, two is young. He's going to need good check downs. And B, you want a safe offense because Brian Flores runs a uh, yeah. heavy defense. And Jordan Howard can give you yardage. Yeah, he can give you – You know, he can go something. in there and can grind something. Yeah. He's not going to be in a big explosive player, but he's going to give you the safe yardage. He's going to get you four yards a carry, three or four yards. Well, if their offensive line can hold. Either way, yeah, we agree. <laughs> I mean, I, I, he could have been traded. I'm glad he didn't. I think you need uh, some support in the backfield for uh, for your uh, young for QB for Tua. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he can one. also block. Oh, yep, he can. All right. Uh, Tack McKinley. Yep. Shocked he didn't get traded. I'm actually kind First of first round pick. 2017 or 18 um dude just hasn't been able to like catch a good i don't know he just hasn't gotten a lot of traction in atlanta uh they ended up cutting him so obviously they wanted to trade him but they rejected it came out that they rejected a second rounder a couple years ago for him yeah and this year they rejected a fifth rounder i mean you released him anyways i think a team you might as well take a i fifth think rounder. a team who is who's better and they know they're better or at least they know they're an elite team needs to pick him up they need to make him a project yeah. i think i think maybe i can't even think of a team at the moment like maybe who, who would you pick who would you th- think should pick him up i would say honestly any team in the nfc or afc north i would say yeah uh, he would be a good like fill-in spot for Devin Bush on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know if he'd start, but he could definitely help like ease the burden of his loss. 
Um, the the Baltimore Ravens obviously are notorious for developing good linebackers. Yeah. Uh, they could take uh, Tack McKinley in and you know make him a better player and eventually get something back for out of him. Uh, Browns, uh, you guys got some young some young linebackers that could you know use a yeah. use not necessarily a veteran presence but a presence who's going to go in there and make make manly plays. You know you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. he goes in there and just makes a play here and there. Wait, and he's a def- kinda, I thought he's a defensive end. Is he not? He's a he's an edge player. He's edge. Okay, okay, gotcha. I mean, I, I won't see the Browns pick him up. I don't see the Browns pick him up. I mean, you have Miles Garrett. We need secondary. Yeah. We need secondary. We don't need line. I, I I could definitely see the Ravens picking him up. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you, I think I I would see the Ravens pick him up before the Steelers would. I honestly do. I think the Steelers might pass on him. I think that he could. I, th- go I don't right think they should, but I think they will. I think I think a lot of teams will, and I don't think they should. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Lastly, Xavier Howard. Um, you know, there was some rumors that he could get traded for it from the uh, Dolphins. He's a huge cap hit, but let's – I mean, Miami Dolphins have the cap to pay him. It's not like they're yeah. short on cap it by any means. But, you know, they, they have Byron Murphy. Yep. Or not Byron Murphy, yeah, Byron Jones. And he's their future, obviously. I don't know how long Xavier Howard's going to be there. But he, he I think he's the second or third highest paid corner right now. Maybe – yeah, second or third highest paid corner. Uh, I'm not surprised he didn't get traded. I wouldn't have been surprised if he was. So just a, just a thought. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not, I don't really know much to say on that that you've already said. So. Alrighty. I think we move on to our next. Uh, next section. Next portion. What are you going yep. with? What do we got? Uh, we got some released players. We can just really quickly go over them and our thoughts. Dante Pettis from the 49ers got released. Kind of surprised he wasn't released way earlier. I'm assuming they just wanted to see if they could trade him for yeah, basically yeah. nothing. I don't, I, honestly, I would have just traded him at that point. You just see if you could. That's honestly exactly I, what they did. Their front office I was think shopping. that they didn't. They couldn't find a trade partner. I, I honestly would. don't yeah, think they Yeah, they probably could. couldn't have. <laughs> what do you... He just wasn't good. Second round pick, couldn't do anything. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, Vic Beasley got released. This is kind of surprising to me because he was just signed by the Tennessee Titans this year, and uh, he actually almost opted out. There's been a lot of that. Just pick up, drop, pick up, drop. Like, yeah. Vic Beasley underrated before, in my opinion. I guess he just didn't work out with the Titans. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna do on defense because we look at this next guy, Jonathan Joseph, veteran corner, got released. They, they're kind of getting rid of a lot of guys. I don't know what they're doing necessarily. I guess they're just trying to get some young guys in there. Um, I mean, did, did, uh, Jonathan, did the Titans pick up a an edge an edge rusher in the draft this year? Um, don't know. Let me look up. They got, let, me look okay, up. let me look they got, up. Let me look them up. I'm looking at it right now. They got Christian Fulton quarterback. So that kind of explains – a little bit more uh, the release of um, of Jonathan Joseph. If you want to get Christian Fulton more playing time, but you know, I guess I get. I don't know. I don't. I don't personally understand why they did it, but obviously they had their yeah. reasons. They're not. These aren't like superstars or anything. But I thought these were solid players that I'm kind of surprised. I got am, uh, I assume they tried to trade them. But. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I understand why you get rid of Jonathan. Or I honestly, Jonathan Joseph. I mean, 
He's 36, dude. He's old. For a corner? Yeah. For a corner? Ugh. He's going to get his ring, though. If the Titans win the Super Bowl, he'll get his ring. I do not think the eight. Titans win the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Titans do not win the Super Bowl. Come on. They lost to the Bengals. They lost to the Bungles. They're also they're also seven and two. No, I'm not. I knew it was a fluke game, but like have no Super Bowl best. team can lose to the Bungles. Come on. They also have the Don't, best well, the, December, January running back in the league, Derrick Henry. Uh, I think Dalvin Cook takes that from dominates. him. I think Dalvin Cook takes that from. I think he comes in and he says, "Mine." Yeah, he if they even make the playoffs. Cup. I mean, if they even take the playoffs, the, well, which they're not going to. No, my, Minnesota Vikings. Are I not think going they, to they could. I don't think they will, but I think they're they not could. eliminated mathematically. They're not eliminated, but I it's it's highly unlikely. But uh, hey, this is the NFL, baby. Things change all the time. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Alrighty, next one. Uh, we got some other transactions to look at. Um, you you want to talk about these ones? I mean, uh, the Raiders lose a pick, a 2021 sixth rounder, because of COVID regulations. Um, <laughs> just I don't know they, what to say about that. Because the thing just, about this I is, don't like they that. actually got warned earlier that they were gonna do this. They find uh, Jay Gruden and <laughs> they just didn't care. So I don't think the solution necessarily, in my opinion, is to take away draft picks. I think you find them money. They find they, they continue to find them and they just didn't care. I mean, just literally. But now, uh, but now the problem is is that there will be one less player taken in the draft. I mean, you could say, oh, but that's free agency. I understand that. But now you've given – you take away one less pick in the draft. I just don't like that. I don't like taking away draft picks. Okay, but here's a little nugget for you. This will be the second straight year that there have only been 255 picks. Obviously, seven rounds plus 32 compensatory. You know why? Hmm. Last year, the Cardinals took a supplemental draft pick, so they lost their six-rounder. So hmm. two years in a row with one less six-rounder than the I, I don't know how to think about that one. I mean – I think they obviously are dumb for breaking regulations if every other team is following them. But taking away a draft pick, I just, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, the problem is, is I don't like that. But the problem is, is what else are you going to supplement it with? What else? What are you going to take away? What else? If you keep finding them and they don't care, like you said, what else are you going to take away? Probably going to take away their fifth round pick. I don't know. <laughs> no, I no. Learn, I mean, lesson. other than a draft pick, what do you take away at that point? Uh probably ban them from the playoffs okay that's point. a that's a big one that is a it's big one got precedent that Definitely that precedent is for potential it. triple digits of millions of dollars that might be an exaggeration it probably is. you think they'll make a hundred million dollars if, on one if the las vegas raiders who haven't touched the playoffs since when it's been a good fat minute yeah, I don't know if they made the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe they have once no, or twice. No, no. Oh no, they, they definitely made a couple the years ago. Yeah. They went seven and nine. They went seven and nine a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, but either way, Which that's a lot of money. Like for the Ra- Raiders fans, they are going to be so hyped if they make the playoffs, and then they ban yeah. them from the playoffs. That would be so detrimental. That is like overkill. So I don't know. I- I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but it's a possibility. Uh, other, other transactions that happened, McCown, Josh McCown has been picked up 
by the Houston Texans. So we heard at the beginning of the year that he's a practice. Obviously, they expanded the practice squad to allow anybody to be on it. Normally, it's just players who have been drafted or uh, have been in the league for three years or less. And so kind of weird because I thought that because they're also allowed to protect four practice squad players uh, per team. Like the Eagles had four protected practice squad players. I'm kind of surprised they didn't protect him because he was their emergency backup. Like he never, he didn't show up to practice. He literally was living at home, reading the playbook and just probably kind of chilling out. Probably. Yeah. Back in the lawn chair and call it a day. Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised he's on the active roster now. though. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of weird. Alrighty. What's next? Uh, we got some rumors. Actually, we, we won't talk about that. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about transaction-wise was the free agent pickup of the week. Chase McLaughlin, kicker. Hmm. Um, he played for the Colts and uh, he played. Yeah, he played for the Colts and the 49ers last year. He played for the 49ers first, actually, um, but he got. He he was only there for a couple weeks because uh, their their starting kicker got hurt. The 49ers starting kicker Robbie Gold got hurt, and so he uh, he just filled in for a week and ended up. He actually ended up missing the game when he field goal <laughs> against the uh, who who were they playing? Uh, yeah, they were playing the Seahawks. They were playing the Seahawks. Oh yeah. And he missed the game winning field goal. So. The next week they cut him, not his fault. He got cut because Robbie Gold was healthy again. And uh, eventually got picked up by the Colts when Vinatieri was hurt. So getting another shot here. Yeah. All righty. Um, where do you want to move next? Do you want to talk about uh, Clowney? Jadavion Clowney? Sure. You take the lead on this one. You got the you got the stats um, in front of you. Yeah. So Jadavion Clowney. Man was talked about in the offseason where's he gonna go who wants him blah blah blah. i know as a browns fan i definitely wanted him we made an offer to him he didn't he we didn't want to go to the browns offer to him and he said no and well okay okay well let me read you the stats stats don't tell stories but on the defense uh these sure do he's got zero sacks 11 solo and six assisted or 11 solo tackles and six assisted tackles a one force fumble now I don't know about you. The force fumble's nice and all, but um, uh, those numbers aren't too good there. Uh, they're looking a little uh, gross. I don't think – I think needless to say he's not going to get re-signed by the nope. t- Titans next year. Nope. And you know what? But he, I don't think these numbers are necessarily completely damning to him. No. If you look – I mean, it's not that he's play. I mean, this is just average numbers. This isn't like – like worst in the league type numbers. This is just but like kind of having an off year numbers my, for an average edge rusher. My problem is it's been consistent, and he has zero. Yeah. He's an edge rusher, and he has zero sacks. He's never really gotten a lot of sacks. But however, he's double teamed every play. Of, he's double teamed every play. Think of the division he he's in. End. Think of the division he's in. He's worse than the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Texans. To say you can't yeah. get sacks is ridiculous. You should have yeah, sacks agree. against those teams. No questions asked. You should He's have been in the... you should have more than a big O on that sacks sheet. I'm sorry. I think I think it's not going to be a whole season without me. No, but... but this far into the season, come on. I'm a, I'm a little surprised, but uh, it's November. He's definitely not playing as well as I'd expect him to. 
So ridiculous. Sorry, I know. I don't know. If I have he's a gonna... lot of personal beef because he turned down our deal that the Browns made with him. He us. definitely messed up on that and, one. And uh, he, he's not going to. The Browns get much gave him a shot. gift. The Browns. He he's may not going to get. Yeah, they may not have given him a ring opportunity, but the Titans, I don't think will. No, I mean they are more than the Browns will, but they're not by. They're not. I don't know. I I think he made a big mistake. I think. I think if you go to the Browns and you work alongside Miles Garrett, those two would he's, be a tag team duo. He's got five sacks, 25 tackles, three forced fumbles right now. He's in the Browns. Yeah. Like, Just saying. I mean, like, and Miles Garrett would be doing mm-hmm. better too. And also, even if he had these stats, if he was next to Miles Garrett, no one would bat an eye because they'd be like, oh, Miles Garrett is this good. He's just being a really good assistant or he's assisting really yeah. well. Because he has no one else near him and he's not producing, that's a problem. I agree. So I, I'm sorry. I, I got beef with Clowney. I got beef with Clowney. He didn't take the deal. Should have taken the deal. That's what you yeah, get, though. He's not gonna that's get what you that get for playing greedy. I don't understand. Yeah. He knows he's not playing great, or he wasn't before in the offseason. He wasn't playing great. And he he was given a great deal. Yes, it wasn't longevity. It was only I a think one they year. offered him $18 million. That's a great deal. That's a lot. And he says Honestly, no. Are you kidding I, I me? I might have more tackles and sacks than he would if I was being paid $18 million. <laughs> I feel like I could get one sack. Yeah, if you're being paid $18 million, that's a big uh, – you want them to re-sign you. You'd be thinking a lot more. Yeah. Also, I wouldn't get, be getting double teams. Yeah. So, well, think about that. Six-foot white dude. Think about that. Also, you have even fast. more chance because they are going to be double-teaming Miles Garrett. They can't yeah. double-team both people. Yeah, and if they do, that's a huge mistake. Because uh-huh. guess what? We also have Larry Joby, and we also yeah. have Olivier Vernon. Like, come uh-huh. on. That would be an elite defensive line. It would be disgusting. But nope. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go to Titans. <laughs> yeah. That's, this is my bias coming out completely. I'm happy for the Titans <laughs> for picking him up. But I have beef with him. Like, that, that is ridiculous. You don't sign that deal. Get out of here. Get out of here. You were given a gift. I'm done talking about this guy. I'm done. Alrighty. Uh, you direct. You're driving the car. Where are we going next? That brings us to the segmented part. Uh, we're going to talk about prospects. What well, We got a prospect this week. Who is it? Who's a prospect? Oh, oh Trey Lance? Yeah. Talk about Trey Lance? Oh, um, you want me to take the reins here? Uh, yeah, you can. You can I'll, I'll leave you. I'll I'll lead on this one. Um, I think he's the fourth rated as of right now. It's a little early in the season or in the football season to tell. He's only played one game right now. Has he really only played this one season. game? Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I thought he played two. My bad. Well, either way, from what I'm noticing, it's really early, so it's hard to tell. I'm not gonna say where he is in the draft of QBs. Um. I have a few issues with him. I think he's got potential. Um, he doesn't move his eyes. When he starts a play, he doesn't move his eyes. He looks to his first read, and he, he stares him down. Now, obviously, you can switch reads, but he, he stares at his target for way too long before throwing the ball. It is easily one of the biggest things I picked up on. Like, it was like laser beams coming out of his eyes, and I could just see where he was looking. It was bad. Um, bad defenses are going to pick up uh, uh, pick up on that in the NFL. Um, however, he makes good reads. He looks at the read he's going to make way too long and he pretty much predicts it. However, he makes the right read. 
He may he reads the defense really well. Um, there's a lot of times he doesn't he goes deep a lot when he needs to when he's got an opportunity. Um, but if he has to take the check down, he will. Um, then we get to talk about mechanics. He needs to tighten up. He is. I'm being very overly critical, by Who the way. Who would you compare him to, mechanic-wise? If you if just, I'm, I know I'm putting I, you on the I spot. I don't even but... know. Like, I just, there's no one really mechanically like him, or there probably is. I just can't think of one at the moment. Maybe like a Brett Favre type um, winds up a lot. Yes and no. Um, it's more as running that you could compare. Um, I think he's a lot like Cam Newton as a runner, where he's big, and fast. Yeah. He's a lot like Kyler Murray where he tries to make the moves, but he's also very big, so he's a lot slower. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge part of his – like, you, you can talk yep. a little bit about, like, his passing. His passing might not be 100% there, but obviously yes. no prospect is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not saying But you look at his drafted. running. His running is – he's he's, a, he's an elite dual-threat prospect, yes, but, in my opinion. Yes, but my – He's a complete I'm package. not saying he can't be good. I'm definitely saying he can. I'm just saying I'm going to point out his flaws. And I'm being very yeah. critical. However, I still think he's great. Um, he needs to tighten up on his passing. His passing is way too inaccurate. I watched the film of every pass he threw against uh, Central Arkansas, I believe. The game they just played. Yeah, yeah Central the, Arkansas. The, yeah, a couple Saturdays yep, ago. Yep, yep, It. He needs to tighten up. He is – I get he's throwing on the run on some throws, and he throws them a little high. I understand that. But – like, you can't afford to do that in the NFL. And, and I'm not saying he shouldn't be drafted because of this, because there are certain things that he's doing right now that's obviously going to be changed once he gets to the NFL. That's what it is. It's a project. However, he needs to get better on the ball placement for sure. There was two passes downfield that were touchdown passes, and he overthrew them. And they, and they were separated by a good— That's interesting. They, he, they were separated by a good two strides from their defenders. They were – I'm not saying they were easy throws, but I'm saying his receivers could have easily caught them. And they – he needs to make those passes. He needs to He needs to put them in the right placement. Now, obviously, could I do it? No. That's why I'm talking about it and not doing it. But <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. However, it's his legs. That's, I think his legs are what's going to make him shine. His legs make him an elite cross. Yes. Plain and simple. Yes. He's a – he he might be one of the better dual threat QBs. In he all of he is Lamar not right a Lamar Jackson. He is not a Lamar Jackson in the sense that like he relies on his legs a lot. Because I'm sorry, I'm gonna admit it. Lamar Jackson. You know what? Lamar you know Jackson, who I just thought of? Lamar Jackson relies on his legs a lot. Are you gonna say Mike Vick? No, okay, I'm thinking of a pro comp as Josh Allen. Think yes, about it. yes, he's a lot like Josh. Small Allen. school. He's a lot like big Josh dude, Allen. Downhill runner, and he's got that huge like cannon arm that he just absolutely catapults the ball for no reason sometimes. Yes. Josh Allen kind of infamous in the NFL for overthrowing passers. Uh, doing been doing better this year, but I I would kind of almost be willing to compare him to a Josh Allen type prospect uh in my opinion. Yes, he he's got a huge arm. He's just got to learn how to control a little bit. He's a lot like Josh Allen. That that is a good comparison. Um he's a QB who can run. He is not a running QB. I think yeah. I think Lamar Jackson. That's with Josh Allen. I well. think Lamar Jackson relies on his legs a lot, and yeah. I don't think that's denied. I'm not saying he's yeah, bad. Yeah, they, they, they go out there expect they want him to run. Yes. They don't go out yes. there expecting to pass. They're saying, 
Lamar, run the ball. Well, okay, I don't think they want him to run. I think they want him in the worst of a situation to run. If they, they I think their idea is if you have an opportunity to run or look for your third read, you're running it. That's what it is. Yeah. It is not They're they're definitely giving him the green his, light. His but his anyway, that's second Lamar read Jackson. is looking for a hold to run, not looking for his checkdown. <laughs> that's how that yeah. is how he plays. Yeah, exactly. That is not how Trey Lance is. Trey Lance is almost exactly like Josh Allen in that sense. It's a very close comparison. So that's what I have to say about Trey Lance. So next we're going to talk about Marcus Golden. Uh, this cards talk segment. I'm just going to talk about a player that from or a thing from our favorite team, my favorite team, Cardinals. So uh, Marcus Golden obviously got traded last week from the Giants on the six, first six round pick. Um, um, I watched the game, obviously, against the Miami Dolphins, and he played well. He got a he got a sack that was called back for a, a face mask penalty. Not on him, but uh, Lekai Fotu got a face mask penalty. And if you watch the replay, it just wasn't a face play. He didn't do anything. So whatever, it happens, I guess. Um, he played. He got that sack called back, obviously. He got a couple other pressures. He made some tackles. He ended up getting into a fight at the end of the game. Um, which you like to see from a player who just got here, I guess. He's got passion for the team. He's He's been on the Cardinals before. Uh, he likes the Cardinals. He just couldn't resign because, obviously, no matter how much you like a team, you, you're, you'd be dumb to not take the best monetary offer, especially early in your career before you're kind of a veteran and not getting paid as much. So, uh, yeah, I like the Marcus Golden trade. So far it's paying out. Uh, he's kind of stepping into that Chandler Jones type role where – he gets in and gets pressure. Obviously, he's not going to do it as good as Chandler Jones, but so far, it's it's been a good. Our, our edge rushers and linebackers are playing well this year. Marcus Golden is, uh, needless to say, a good addition in my opinion. Alrighty, um, I say move on to talking about the Saints. All right, you want to go there? Another segment, uh, offseason predictions. We did the Philadelphia Eagles last week. Um, the New Orleans Saints are obviously not in a good situation, arguably a worse situation than the uh, Eagles. Than the, the than, Eagles. Yeah, than the Eagles. Yeah. So um, let's look at the situation. You wanna you wanna kind of break down the cap situation? Um. Yeah. Any way you look at it, it's not good. Um. It's bad. <laughs> they are uh, what is it, eighty-two million over? Yep, eighty-two. <laughs> Just abysmal. Uh, that's eighty-two a million over the cap right now. With only, they had the kind of the same issue as the Philadelphia Eagles, only a quarter million in dead cap, which means that eighty-one million seven hundred fifty thousand is actually getting paid to players, and there's no real like this, situations this where they can get rid bad. of free cap space. So 53 million in signing bonuses. Yeah. That's, that's just that's outrageous. What are you doing? That's all against the cap. That's they, so bad. What is that? That is horrible. 53 million? What are you Oprah giving out free checks when you <laughs> sign someone? What are you doing? And it's ridiculous. not like they can the, the Philadelphia Eagles are in a situation where this year they can make moves to like increase their cap next year or this year to decrease it next year. Right now, fifty-three million 
they, they are up against the wall. They are they up against the wall. They can't reduce their cap from next year because this year they're already over the cap. They can't they can't get any more expensive for, on the cap this year. They have to they have to pay that million fifty three million next year. They have to. They they have no other choice by rule. They have to pay it. Yep. They, so um, what you're looking at is Jared Cook, Marcus Williams, Sheldon Rankins, all those free agents. They're not getting re-signed. And that's a huge shame. Marcus yeah. Williams like, is Jared a, Cook. Jared Cook is such an actual underrated player. Yeah. He is not getting re-signed, and that is a shame. He is going to go to a good team. Yeah. He, is, he will not be re-signed. They do not have the money. It is unlucky timing. But this is what you get when you give $53 million in signing bonuses. This isn't even Jerry Jones where he pays everybody. This is the Saints. Re- no. I, nope. 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 Yeah, Continue. the contract <laughs> situations are not good. Marcus Williams is a player I want to talk about. Safety. He's going to be leaving next year. Um, he's one of the most underrated safeties in the NFL right now. I think he's, most safeties are a lot of the times underrated. Yeah, he's. He, they don't get a lot of attention. I agree. Um, he's. He's just. He's just a player that's like. You don't really like look at him when he's there, but I guarantee their defense is worse off without him. And I don't yep. know how they're going to resign him. They're going to have to work some magic. I don't. I don't know. They're. It's going to be tough. Yeah, um, I don't think there's like, I don't think there's much else to talk about. Like, it, it, it's not even like it's a complex situation. Complex situation. Yeah, it's, they the oversigned thing. completely. Yeah, they. Ha- in the, it's not just that they are paying that they have like. It's not they're, they're not playing Madden over here, signing a bunch of like freaky free agents and paying them tons of money. They have paid high cap hits to For replacement me. level players, mm-hmm. players who aren't even starting. They're paying, you know, like if you look at their cap breakdown, their cap table, it's just you go through like the top three. You know, you got Drew Brees, uh, uh, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, and then you look below them and it's just chunks, chunks, 10 million, 8 million, Mm -hmm. 9 million, 12 million. And it's just like, who are these guys? I mean, obviously they're like players, like they're contributors, but they're not. Worth, they're not worth the, what the money contracts. Yeah, exactly. It's, they're paying a lot of players that just aren't worth having that much money paid to them. And here's another player to think about that no one's talking about. All the uh, well, no one's really talking about this problem. But there's another player to think about: Taysom Hill. Yeah. Whether they, you I mean, like they, it or not, Taysom Hill is not an actual position on the team. Yeah. He's a flex player. Yeah. Which is I mean, horrible because this man deserves every jersey, to every jersey that is sold. With the New Orleans Saints logo on it, should have his number and his name. No one else's. <laughs> no one else's. Just Taysom Hills, because that man has literally carried this team on 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 offense, on special teams. He's caught touchdowns. He's got multiple touchdowns, ran punts. touchdowns, block punts. Like this dude is ridiculous, and he is at a expendable position because he doesn't even have one. Yeah. He's a Q. He's listed as a QB on the roster, but half the time he's not even lined up as one. It is it's, it, he, no. Like, he's actually just, listed as a tight end in fantasy football right now. Fun fact. Is he actually? Yeah. Which that actually might not, not a be a bad end. idea. <laughs> that might not be a bad idea to just flex your tight end with Taysom Hill. Yeah. Uh, like I they just got, can't. He's not the only like guy they're losing either in long term. Like they need to extend Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, not negotiable. You need to resign him. Like. Yep. And they're just not going to be able Lattimore, to without yeah. having some kind of huge huge cap breakthrough like they gotta if you're the saints front office right now you're praying to god that 
the NFL decides to extend the cap from this year to next look year at, because they just but, they can't pay these players. They just but look at this. Also, think about it like this: Drew Brees is on his way out. Yeah. And they have all these problems with cap. Drew Brees does not take up eighty-two million in cap space. He he's a twenty-five Obviously. million dollar cap. Yes, which is that pretty average that is that's pretty, and it's a lot. But when he leaves, there is still money to be paid. And the yeah. problem with that is right now is he's going to be leaving soon. This situation is not going to be cleared up. And on top of that, they're not going to be able to re-sign anybody. Think about that. I give it three years. Three years and the Saints – no, four years. Four years. Four years and the Saints will be in the uh, top ten draft picks. Yeah, I agree. It's you going to be tough let you, you cannot let your front office do this. This is this is ridiculous. I know like I'm I said earlier, though, maybe, but they, this is ridiculous. They went they're going all out for this year. No Because they know they're about to fall. They know they're about to fall because they understand that they have paid too much. They do not have the money to pay these people and they Well they do, they just legally or they in the NFL terms they don't. Yeah. And they they know they're going down for it. So yeah. They wanna win now. Because they know next year they're in for a lot of trouble and a lot of cuts. So, alrighty, I think that's enough hating on the Saints, even though they're probably my favorite NFC team. <sighs> alrighty. Next. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? My favorite. I've been waiting. We're finally going to talk about the XFL xfl 2022 predictions yeah 2022 predictions is that when they're officially coming back yep 100 percent why not 2021 i mean that's this season though they're not really ready like you remember last time they took their time with it yeah it was actually so successful yeah shame that covid shut it down but uh they're gonna be back covid exists which is gonna be nice Um, i can't wait obviously i'm a huge xfl fan go uh, battle hawks Got my Battlehawks shirt. If the Battlehawks don't end up becoming a team, like for some reason they just make new teams, uh, that shirt is going to be worth a lot of money. (laughs) No, I think riots (laughs) in the streets is what happens. Uh, Okay, anyways, you want to go over some of these guys? Uh, I got a a long list, but we're going to talk about a few. You're starting this because this is your baby. You care more about the XFL than I do, as much as I do love the XFL. I guess we can start with some players who I would say – We'll we'll start today. We'll talk about players who have a ninety percent chance of being in the XFL. So I'm gonna start. Um, Matt Leiner. He said he wants to be in the XFL. He said it. Uh, former quarterback for USC, former uh, Cardinals quarterback for that brief stint of time where we just had we started John Skelton. I mean, come on, dude. He, yeah. He's not good. He's yeah. like, I don't know. We we were starting a lot of guys. Matt Leiner was probably one of the better ones we started in that era. Yeah. Uh, he said he wants to be in the XFL, and obviously he's not really going to get another shot in the NFL unless he tries something out of the out of the box, which XFL is out of the box. I so I would I would be surprised if we didn't see Matt Leiner uh, in the XFL. You want to go to the other uh, USC? Uh, Matt Barkley. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt Barkley. I wouldn't necessarily say he's like a lock for the NFL, XFL, but no. I would be surprised if he was extended by the Buffalo Bills. Like well, they got, just drafted Jake Fromm. Like, yeah, they don't they just, need him. They they drafted Jake Fromm. Matt Barkley's not long for the backup quarterback position. Um, I be I mean, 
you look at the Buffalo Bills QB situation in the next two years, I'd say you look at it, you say probably Josh Allen starting, Jake Fromm as a solid backup, and then a cheap option, like league minimum option slash practice squad option uh, as a third guy. Matt Markley, I mean, there's just no reason to carry two backup quarterbacks. Really, what you want to look at is one backup quarterback and one emergency quarterback. Yeah, I was honestly really sad to see Jake Fromm go to the Bills, uh, only because I was hoping he'd go to a team like the situation for Minshew and Jacksonville, where I kind of actually wanted to see him get a shot. But yeah. uh, there is no way, I mean, unless he, Josh Allen gets hurt, there is no way he is starting. Josh Allen is a freak. Mm-hmm. There's He has shown it this season that he is the guy. He's inevitably going to get a shot somewhere, but... It it's... ain't going to be at the Bills, I don't think. And le- yeah. Unless the unlikely scenario happens where Josh Allen gets hurt. Yeah, for an extended period of time. I don't... Even... <laughs> Even if Josh Allen gets hurt and then tomorrow Jake Fromm throws for 400 yards, six touchdowns, and no picks, well, I still don't think that they stick yeah. with him. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. They, he would. They would use him, and they'd be like, "Hey, that's good. Tra- uh, that's good draft capital right there, or that's yeah. a good trade cap." Like, they'd use that as trade. Yeah, like uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo situation. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. It'd be exactly like that situation. Um, another guy who I think is kind of a lock uh, is Cardale Jones. Oh yeah, he, I'm surprised he, he, he was a shot killing it. He was killing it in the XFL before it met it. It's unfaithful. Or unfaithful he had a couple mind. bad games at the end of the season, but I think he wants another shot. Um, he should get one, in my opinion. Yeah. And then we're not going to go through this whole list. We'll maybe talk about it later. But I want to talk about a couple guys who I'd like to see in the XFL. Uh, Josh Rosen. Yep. I, I that was honestly a name I was thinking of when you were talking about. Uh, Matt, uh, Lenart, like when you're talking Liner. about Matt, or Liner, why did I say <laughs> Liner, yeah, when you're talking about Matt Liner, I was thinking even though I was like, Josh Rosen would be a good fit for the XFL. Yeah, I mean, just he, was he went from top bust. of the world to bottom. Uh, literally big, a practice squad. Big right time now. bust. He's a big time bust. He just never got a real shot. I mean, he got what Arizona Cardinals. Mean? A re- rebuilding Arizona Cardinals. Dude, think about this, though. Sam Bradford was on the Arizona Cardinals at that time, too. Kind of weird to think about. Here's here's it's the problem. Adri- Adrian Peterson was on the Cardinals for a year. Anyways. Oh, that's right. He was. Here's the, prob- <laughs> here's the problem with Josh Rosen. He did get a shot. And I know you think, oh, he was on rebuilding teams. Go watch the film. He was yeah. making bad decisions. There's no discussion on whether or not he should be a good QB based on whether or not he got a shot or not. Because he was on two rebuilding teams. Even if you're on a rebuilding team, there's no reason you should be making the decisions he made. Yeah. That is a fact. Uh, I, well, I, I, do, I think he I gets another not, shot in the XFL. Yeah. I do uh, think that. Yeah, I think he'd be a good fit for the XFL. However, uh, if, if the NFL, Assuming he doesn't get signed with the no. next years. <laughs> I don't think he will. Why would he? Where's he going to go? I don't know. Teams see the somewhere? potential. Yeah. No. Teams, no. He, he honestly at this point he might get paid more in the XFL than no. sitting here on the bench as a practice squad player. Yeah. I think he would. That's the whole point. I think he wants to go to the XFL. Yeah. He should want to, in my opinion. And then another guy who I want to see make an XFL return, the throwing Samoan Jordan Tayamu. That dude. You know how happy it up. I would be. He was so good, dude. You know ah. how how happy I would be if Jordan Tayamu came back to the Battlehawks. I'm not kidding. I would buy season tickets. 
<laughs> I would buy season tickets, no doubt about okay, it. Okay, there's one more person I want to talk about. Two people, actually, because we're Nebraska natives. We do need to talk about Adrian Martinez. You put him on the list. Uh, that dude has no shot in the XFL. This is being think. recorded Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. Yeah. As if of this right goes, now, look at back at this. In a couple days, he might not be. A, he might. He might never start another game of football no. ever again. No, it's possible. The, way, the, the last. I know we've only played two games. We've only played two games. This dude has had two seasons. He's not. I'm sorry. I like Adrian I don't, Martinez. I, I, like I like him, him as him. a person, but he's. He's just. He's not playing great. He is not playing to his expectations. I he agree. was meant to be the guy. Scott Frost brought him in as the guy, and he ain't it. As of right yeah. now, I like. If I've been a obviously he's not defender. listening. However, I've been a starch defender of Adrian Martinez, but I think there's only so far you his can go. Ex, with it. His NFL potential is non-existent. Is is plummeting. I'm 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 going to be harsh. It is non-existent. You th- you don't think he has any shot at the NFL right now? No. Right now, right now, as of today, November 11th. No. No. Interesting. No. And um, I'm kind of curious. I think, to th- I think Luke McCaffrey has a bigger shot in the NFL because of his last name. <laughs> and he's also good. He, he's I think also, he's probably he's been gonna, playing. He's been playing I better than Adrian Martinez. Play a wide receiver role in the NFL more than he's been maybe a Taysom Hill type. A, he has been playing better than Adrian Martinez. Yeah, but that's just because teams don't know what to expect when like, he comes in. We we play him for like ten plays a game, and he goes in there and. You know, okay, that, like they that, just don't know what to do. They don't. Fair. They have no idea what. That's fair. Do. Okay. Anyway, I want to move on to our last person. The last person. We I'm kind of interested to see who you guys pick. Who do you think I'm gonna pick? Name I'm one. looking at this list. I don't know who. Name like, one person. Just one person. I'm throw a name. Lan- Landry Jones. Maybe? Nope. 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 Wow. Nope. Who is it, Ben? Chad Kelly? Sh- nope. Shea Patterson, dude. Shea Patterson. Okay. okay. Shea Patterson. We're talking about Shea I Patterson. Do, I, I, d- underrated. I think he's an underrated QB. Shea Patterson. Here's a here's a. This dude is a fighter. This dude walks he, out onto the football field and acts as if it's the trenches of World War One. This dude's can a I fighter. say something? A fun fact though. He what? was the only player that went to the combine that didn't get picked or signed in free agency. Yeah. So, how? How? He isn't good. He doesn't. He just isn't like an NFL prospect. No, like, but like he's, he's good for still college, deserved. but he never. I think he could still be a third stringer or a backup. I don't think I don't think he would have been. Uh, he's a practice squad level player in my opinion. But you okay? Well, I, he's definitely XFL in my opinion. Uh, yeah, my he's opinion, definitely he XFL, XFL QB. He is an XFL QB. He is an XFL QB in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think he's I, definitely. I, I think he's an XFL player who comes in, uh, kind of in a backup role, perhaps behind like like a Cardell Jones. He's backing up Cardell yeah. Jones, and Cardell Jones just goes out there and just does nothing. So. They put in Jay Patterson, and he kind of liked to spark on the offense. I could see that happening. Obviously, yeah. kind of unlikely. It's a pretty specific yeah. situation, but it's possible. All righty. Um, that's going to wrap it up. I think, good yeah, discussion that, 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 today. That, 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 yeah, we got some I'm, good, we got some good talking. My day was brightened by the fact that the XFL was mentioned. I, um, I, I started off as a cool, calm guy, and we got to some pretty heated discussion <laughs> on yeah. the New Orleans Saints. Over and here, JJ they, Watt. And JJ Watt. Okay, it wasn't heated with JJ Watt, I don't believe. But New Orleans Saints yeah. got me got me piping. <laughs> I'm not gonna go back into this because I could literally go on a rant because that 82 figure is really <laughs> pissing me off. But anyway, that is gonna do it for this week. Um anything you wanna say before we head out, Christian? 
Uh, thank you for listening uh, to the second episode. Uh, make sure yeah. to tune in next time, next week sometime. Um, and yeah, th- thank you yeah. for watching. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, watching. I mean, listening. 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 Yeah, we're, come on, come on, come on. All right, anyway, <laughs> that's going to wrap it up for week two. Um, this has been the Backseat GMs. I'm Nick Wagner. You, you are listening with Christian Steenbach, and uh, that is going to be the end. We hope to see you next week, and uh, we'll see you later. All righty. See you later. Bye.